Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Yami. I'm a board certified pediatrician, certified health and wellness coach, author, and speaker. I'm also a passionate promoter of the power of diet and lifestyle in preventing and reversing chronic disease and bringing joy and longevity into our lives. This podcast is focused on plant-based nutrition, habit formation, motivation, and mindset so that you can have the tools to live the best life possible. Are you ready to get started? Let's do this. Today, I'm going to talk to you about dinner. Particularly, I want to talk about five different American classics that can be made kid-friendly and plant-based on three different levels. So we're going to talk about the most whole way to do it. We're going to talk about doing it a little bit more processed. And then we'll talk about either getting it from the frozen section or from a restaurant for those that have different um, opportunities for that or different options for that. So the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I feel like for a lot of people, the excuse that they can't eat plant-based is because you know, they can't make the foods they like, or they just like this too much and they can't have that. But really anything that you can eat in the omnivorous style, you can eat plant-based. I mean, I have zero amount of deprivation in my life. I just uh, celebrated my nine-year plantiversary. So I have been plant-based vegan for nine years. I am not deprived. I feel like I eat way more foods now than I used to, but I can also eat all of the popular foods. I can eat all the things that everybody else eats, and there's ways to do it where you can make it super health-promoting, and of course, there's the old-fashioned processed American way too. It all exists, okay? So I just want you to open your mind, especially if you're still kind of in that mindset, like, oh, I'm going to miss this so much, or I'm going to miss that so much. I'm going to take you through five different meals that are very popular. Okay. So let's start with probably the most popular meal in the United States, and that's pizza. Pizza is incredibly easy to make plant-based. Okay. Now, traditionally, pizza is not super health-promoting. It's very high in salt high in saturated fat because they pile on so much cheese. And of course, now you can find pizza that's like double stuffed crust and there's cheese in every single thing and lots of meat on it. So that exposes you to a lot of saturated fat, salt, um, and sugar too. They put a lot of sugar in it because you're trying to balance out the flavors and make it more hyper palatable. So that's not what we want to be eating all the time, but we do want the flavor of pizza. So when we eat pizza, what do we want? We basically want some sort of crust or bread-like substance with tomato sauce and toppings, okay? So to make that as whole as possible for your home, super simple. You can either purchase a store-bought crust that's I recommend getting a whole grain or a whole wheat, get some pasta sauce, put it on there, and then just go crazy with the veggies, okay? You can do onions, uh, mushrooms, 
um, olives, artichokes. Really, there's, there's nothing you can't put on a pizza. And we're going to talk about some examples of eating out places that are really good for this too. But just go crazy, like chickpeas, sweet potatoes, all kinds of stuff. And the way to keep it more whole is to stick with lots of veggies, a whole grain crust, and a tomato sauce that's not super heavy in oil and sugar, okay? So that's really, really easy. When I do the blog post for this, that's going to be posted tomorrow on dryami.com. It'll be dryami.com forward slash podcast forward slash 107B is where you're going to be able to find all these links. But Forks Over Knives has a great example of how you can make uh, a mostly whole pizza at home with lots of different veggies, um, different crust opportunities too that are even more whole than a whole grain, a whole wheat uh, crust, okay? Now, if you want to go to the next level and maybe do a little bit more processed, plant-based, but have it a little bit closer to the original, which is the traditional American, you know, lots of cheese, then you can do that and then add some plant-based vegan cheese. I do have an episode where I talk about replacing dairy in your diet, and there's lots of store-bought cheeses available, or you can make your own homemade cashew cheese or some other nut cheese to put on there. Absolutely. That's going to increase the fat, but it's not going to be the cholesterol and, and all of that stuff that you get from dairy. And of course, dairy can have other problems too. And then you can also put plant-based faux meats on there too. So that would be the another level of more processed foods that you can make on your homemade pizza. But I feel like for me, especially as I've gone through my plant-based journey, I prefer eating more whole plant foods. It tastes better to me. It feels better in my body. And the more you go along this journey, you're going to find the same thing too. That yeah, every once in a while, you're going to want the processed stuff. But most of the time, you're going to stick with the whole foods because it just feels better and tastes better to you. Now, there's several different um, vegan pizzas that you can purchase at the store now too. Even here in my town in Yakima, there's lots of different brands. So there's Daya, there's Amy's, um, there's even other brands that you can find. Just go to the freezer section and look for those vegan pizzas. A lot of them even have gluten-free options if you have celiac or gluten sensitivity. But the next level after that is eating out. So hopefully most of the time you're going to be staying in. It saves money. It saves a lot of different things. But there's also opportunities for getting pizza out. One of my favorite is Mod Pizza because it has a flat price. And I, when I go there, I literally get like 10 pounds of veggies on my pizza. And I love it. It's so good. They have a gluten-free crust. They have a cauliflower crust that's not vegan. I think it has egg in it but they have different crust options. They have vegan sauces that you can put on there and tons of veggies. Sometimes they even have chickpeas um, and it's just so delicious. Other pizza chains that you can get vegan pizza at, Mellow Mushroom, California Pizza Kitchen, Papa John's Domino's Pizza Hut. The Costco pizza is vegan if you get a veggie one without cheese. So that would be the main thing. Whenever you eat out, you just are gonna order a pizza, no cheese. And at some chains, you just have to look up whether their crust is vegan. Some crusts may have dairy or egg in them, but a lot of them don't. 
So then you just get a pizza that's loaded with veggies and it's delicious, okay? So pizza, you can definitely do no problem. All right, the next meal is burgers. The traditional American burger, of course, is made with beef. But veggie burgers are so amazing. You can make them almost endless different combinations that you can make. So in the blog post, I'll have a uh, link to a veggie burger template so that you can make your own veggie burger at home. But it's super easy. My favorite is, well, I have two favorites. One is the Minimalist Baker grillable veggie burgers. I make those all the time, probably at least twice or two to three times a month. And what I love about it is it's got black beans, it's got walnuts, it has, um, you can use brown rice or quinoa, and then you use barbecue sauce and uh, different spices, like you use your paprika and your chili powder and everything. And it just comes together, it's really hearty, and it's dense enough that you can put it on the grill. But another one that I love is the sneaky chickpea burger, which I have a video um, on this recipe on Veggie Fit Kids or Veggie Doctor TV, the YouTube channel, but also VeggieFitKids.com under the blog. It's in there as well. And that one has chickpeas and it's got bell peppers and carrots and it's just a really delicious flavor. And it comes together so well, makes for a really great burger. So, but that's just two of them. There's endless, there's literally endless combination of veggie burgers. You can make them out of mushrooms, different kinds of beans, different kinds of grains, potatoes, all kinds of things. Now, if you want to make it a little bit more processed, then you just pick up some field roast chow cheese and you put a slice of cheese on there. Um, of course, you can add some vegan mayo, those kinds of things. So that makes a little bit more processed, but really veggie burgers, homemade veggie burgers are so yummy that you don't have to do much else to make them really delicious. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. There's lots of store-bought options now, too. My favorite ones to have, just as an emergency backup in my freezer, at Costco, they have a Don Lee Farms. It's called the Superfoods Veggie Burger. And I like having that in the freezer for those nights that either I didn't have time to cook or whatever, I didn't get groceries. That's a really good backup. But other brands that are very easy to find are Dr. Prager's, uh, Morningstar, Amy's, Gardein, and Field Roast. There really is no shortage. Now, there's another category of veggie burgers. There's the ones that taste, I guess I would call them vegan meat burgers because they, they're supposed to taste just like meat. I prefer the veggie burgers that taste like veggies, like beans and <laughs> vegetables. But then there's the Impossible Burger and the Beyond Meat Burger, which are supposed to replicate meat. And now you can find those at a lot of different places as well. For people that are still transitioning and you still crave meat and you want to have that meaty flavor, try those. Because seriously, every time I eat one, I panic. I'm not even joking. Like I cannot order those at, at a restaurant because 
I start to really worry that they messed up my order and gave me meat. I haven't had meat for nine years, but to me, it tastes like meat and it's scary. So if you want to taste meat, you want to go for one of those. Now, and that's why also I want to tell you about restaurants. So there's lots of different restaurants. Burger King now has one. Um, and I think White Castle. So there's lots of different fast food restaurants as well that have vegan burgers, either the Impossible Burger or the Beyond Meat Burger, and more and more are going to have those available. So there's no shortage of veggie burgers. I also feel that veggie burgers are one of those things that in a lot of local and small restaurants, there almost always is a veggie burger available. If you don't see it on the menu, ask. Sometimes for some reason they don't list it on the menu, but it's very common to have those. Um, so I feel like that's the most widely available kind of vegetarian or vegan option at small local restaurants is the veggie burger. Okay. So that's not a problem. Easy to make. Okay. The next category is hot dogs. So definitely hot dogs are very American. It's a traditional food, traditional cookout food. The way to make it most whole, and I talked about this in the video about replacing meat, is to use a carrot dog. And I know that sounds super weird, but it is so good. So brandnewvegan.com has a smoky vegan carrot dog recipe. And basically the way you do it is you get the full length, you know, the big carrots. And then what you're gonna do is you're going to boil them or steam them to make them soft. And then you're going to marinate them. And in the marinade, you're gonna have vinegar and maybe some liquid smoke and tamari or soy sauce, a little maple syrup, and some spices. And that combination just makes for that hot doggy, smoky flavor. And then you can grill it or air fry it. You know, I've done all sorts of things with it. And then you put it in a bun with your toppings and it is amazing. So that's definitely one of the most whole ways. A little more processed is to take beans and to take vital wheat gluten, which is basically refined gluten. It's the gluten taken out of the wheat and it just makes things very, very chewy. That's how you make seitan is with that vital wheat gluten. But you can make hot dogs or sausages at home that way. So there's a couple of recipes that I had put on here. Makeitdairyfree.com, the homemade vegan dogs uh, recipe, and fatfreevegan.com. She has a homemade veggie dogs recipe that looks really good. And then there's store-bought. So store-bought uh, Hot dogs and sausages include Light Life, Smart Dogs, which is my favorite for the store-bought because they're actually, the ingredients aren't too bad. They're low in fat um, and they actually taste pretty good. There's also Field Roast Frankfurters. Those are pretty hefty. <laughs> um, Beyond Meat Sausage, which is really hefty. So that's going to taste like I said, like a meat sausage. Upton's Naturals, Tofurky has a lot of different um, hot dogs and sausages, and Morningstar is another brand that has some. Okay, so going to some more comfort food is mac and cheese. America is one of America's favorite comfort foods. So this one, also super easy to make out of whole foods. You get some whole wheat or a whole grain gluten-free pasta and you can make a sauce out of cashews. And that's one of the things that is most common if you look for recipes is a cashew-based uh, sauce for mac and cheese, which is gonna have some nutritional yeast and spices, maybe some garlic powder, onion powder. 
it just works so well. I'm telling you, cashews make it so creamy and so delicious. You're not going to miss the cheese. I promise. Okay. And it's just really, really amazing. You can also use carrots, potatoes, all kinds of different whole foods to make a sauce that is creamy and yummy and delicious. Now, if you want to make it a little bit more processed, you can use some oil, you can use some vegan cheese. Um, but really, in my opinion, it doesn't taste as good as just using like a nut-based sauce. You can try it and there's recipes. I actually found one from Jamie Oliver, you know, the famous chef. And it's a vegan mac and cheese and he uses vegan cheese and oil and stuff like that. But really, I feel like Jamie Oliver probably could have done a good job just doing like a cashew-based one because they're so good. And then there's tons of store-bought options now. I cannot attest to any of these because I haven't tried any of them, but I can't believe how many brands there are. Field Roast, Mac and Chow, which I feel like I have to try because I love their chow cheese. Daya has several different flavors. Amy's has a gluten-free one, Annie's, and then there's a company called Modern Table that has three or four different versions of their mac and cheese, all vegan. You can have it in your shelf, shelf-stable, no excuses. I mean, it's, it's there and the ratings are really good. So I haven't tried any of them, but if you're interested, then look those up. Okay, Sherry. Hey, Sherry. Hope you're still on. So she says the best carrot dog recipe is by Chef Del Sruf, the China Study Family Cookbook. I haven't tried it, but I'm sure it's delicious. I mean, I love carrot dogs and you can even get the little baby carrots and make little smokies. Same recipe, and I think it's so good. I really like it. You have to try it, so don't knock it till you try it. I bet you're gonna like it more than you think you do. Okay, so the last thing I'm gonna cover is nuggets. Quote, chicken nuggets, because we're not gonna be using chicken because we don't need to. There's so many different options. You can use chickpeas to make chickpea nuggets. If you wanna get a little bit more processed, you can use chickpeas plus vital wheat gluten and make something that's a little bit more chewy. And now there's a bazillion store-bought options. So Nugs is a new company that has um, 365 every day, has a breaded uh, chicken nugget that's vegan, Boca, Gardein, Alpha Chicken Nuggets, and Morningstar. And as far as eating out options, the word is KFC's already tested it in a couple of cities. They're beyond chicken. And the word is that hopefully soon it'll be available. Now, like I said before, these are all processed options for every once in a while. But it's, you know, if you want to go vegan, if you want to go plant-based, what I, my point is, is that you can still have all of these foods and you can make them at home. You can progressively get more whole. And by the time you get there, you're going to like it. I promise because it's really good. <laughs> so. I hope that that was helpful to all of you that feel like I just, I can't go vegan because I, I love pizza or I love my burgers or I love my chicken nuggets. Well, guess what? The top five American and kid-friendly meals, dinners are available for you. Three levels from whole to like ultra processed, but we want to try to progressively get more whole. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye guys. Have a plantastic day. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and I look forward to having you back again next week. A very special thank you to the band Rocket Surgeons 
for permission to use the broccoli song. To find out more about the Rocket Surgeons, please visit their website at rocketsurgeonsband.com or Facebook at Rocket Surgeons Music. Please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Also, all of my social media links can be found in the podcast description. Send me a message and let me know what you think of today's podcast. Sharing is caring. Please share, rate, and review my podcast and drop me a line if you have ideas for future episodes. Thank you once again and have a plantastic day. We're having broccoli.